you can do is before you go to bed, you can say to yourself, what is it that I'm gonna do tomorrow? What are the five wins that I am gonna set a goal to smash tomorrow? Then at the end of the day, you then look back and you say to yourself, okay, did I smash those five wins? Oh, there's a little piece missing in the middle there. The night before you say to yourself, I am going to smash these five wins tomorrow, then you plan them in your calendar, then you do them, and then you share on Stripe and say, these are the five wins that I smashed. Welcome to the 1000 Day Sober Podcast. My name is Lee Davey. I am not an alcoholic. I refuse to be anonymous. I am someone that doesn't drink alcohol and I spend every waking moment of my life helping other people do the same. And today I want to talk about celebrating your wins. A little bit of a creaky chair behind me. Sorry about that. So I'm going to be talking about celebrating our wins. Where does this come from? Well, at Strive. We, our online community at Strive is on a platform called Discord. And one of the things that all Strivers are encouraged to do, and right now at this moment in time, everybody's playing the game, um, is a little quest we have uh, called Winner Winner Chicken Dinner, right? And ostensibly you get three different options of quests. You can uh, share uh, one win a day for 30 days. You can share three wins a day for 30 days or you can share five wins a day for 30 days and everybody is shooting for five so every day uh, strivers come onto discord usually at the end of the day and they share five wins from that day okay so why are we doing this and why is it important for strivers uh, who want to become people who don't drink alcohol and live more consciously well the first thing that i want to touch upon is this idea, this core philosophy that we have at Strive uh, about discerning the difference between context and content, okay? Context being how we want to live our life, okay? How we want to have a conversation about anything, and that is our context, versus content, what are we going to do in our life? Um, what... Uh, are we going to talk about? So it's it's more important for us at Strive, or crucial actually, to develop this discernment between the both and to really put a lot of time on, and intention on context, how we plan to operate in our lives moving forward. So contextually for a Striver, uh, we want to be people who don't drink alcohol and we want to live consciously. So that is how we're going to live our life. We're going, to, we're going to live our life without alcohol in it, and we're going to be as conscious as we can. And then how we go about doing that, that is the content, right? That is the content. Not going to the pubs, content. Listening to this podcast is content. Um, uh, meditating is content, right? Uh, having a baby is content. Getting married is content. Playing football is content. Uh, shouting at someone is content. Uh, apologizing to someone is content, but how we want to be making that fundamental choice to really uh, have a a different orientation towards life and, and change how we are behaving and what beliefs and values and the way we want to operate in the world, that is context, okay? And the way that we, one of the frameworks that we use to identify between context and content is from the conscious leadership group is the line, okay? So we have this line, this uh, horizontal line, and we're either above the line or we're below the line. 
okay? Uh, when we are above the line, we are leading a life of context. We are putting context first. We are um, coming from a place of what we call self, that part of our psyche that we reach when we're in flow state. When we are at our most majestic self, we are above the line in a state of uh, self. We are curious. We are compassionate. We are calm. We are connected. We are confident. We are courageous. We are at our most creative and open-minded uh, nature, right? We are state of self. We are above the line. We are living contextually. When we are below the line, we are not operating from a place of self. We are operating from our ego, our past, the sub-personalities that all of us have uh, that were created by various forms of trauma or societal conditioning um, through our free market society in life. And when we're below the line, now we're being very judgmental to others and to ourselves. But right now, I want to concentrate on the way we treat ourselves, right? So we are judgmental to ourselves. Uh, we uh, become self-defeating. Uh, we have low self-esteem. We develop imposter syndrome. We have capability issues. Like we don't think that we are capable. We don't think we are worthy. We are uh, inextricably linked to codependent behavior. We complain, we moan, we gripe. We have a pessimistic attitude. We have a fixed mindset uh, and we are very close-minded. That is when we are below the line, operating in victim consciousness when our ego is taking control, our parts are in control, and we are now living from a place of content and not context, okay? The how is all of a sudden irrelevant. We're just mired in victim consciousness, right? Usually, uh, most commonly as the victim. We are at the effect of everything that is external to us instead of being above the line, thinking contextually, and leading from a place of inside out. Like, I have got this. I approve of myself. I have control. I am feeling safe and secure, right? Really, really important. So celebrating your wins on a daily basis really helps you to peek above the clouds. It helps you to peek above the clouds and, and, and bathe in that beautiful sunlight, right? So when you are below the line, which is... Um, almost like the standard way of operating in the human condition, uh, you you can't really see that beautiful sunlight above the clouds because uh, you're below the line, you're below the clouds. But when you get above them, when you get above the line, um, you can really see that opportunity. And celebrating your wins and, you know, thinking like a winner, that really helps you get above the line. So this is why we're doing it. Think about uh, being somebody who is uh, trying to... Uh, be someone who doesn't drink alcohol and all the challenges that you face in life that you're using alcohol as a crutch to numb or escape from. Um, and all of a sudden, you're really, really trying hard uh, to, to be someone who doesn't drink alcohol, to be a striver. It is common for resistance to come in, your ego, your parts, to really uh, do everything they can in their power to prevent you from feeling like a winner. Uh, prevent you from feeling like this is a good choice, that this is a good path, because those parts are afraid. They are afraid of what will happen to them and their existence 
if you can somehow get above the line as a striver to be in self-energy, those parts, the ego, are utterly afraid. They're fighting for their lives, which is a key piece of work that we have to do as strive in learning to love those parts and to let them have a voice and to let them feel understanding so they can trust self to take control more and so we can live above the line more, right? But why five wins? So I've just explained to you why winning is uh, celebrating your wins is really important. Um, but why five? Well, feedback from strivers uh, says that actually um, the most interesting uh, win that they dig out of, uh, of their memory uh, on a day-to-day basis is the fifth win, right? It's a stretch. They, they really have to think. Some of them come pretty easy. The first couple come pretty easy. For, for most people, number one is I was alcohol-free today. That's a big win. I got through the day today without drinking. But when you get to number five, the fifth win of the day, you really have to think. And I like this because the human condition uh, invariably um, makes us feel like we ain't winning at all. Free market society, capitalism, makes us feel like we're not winning at all. Social media makes us feel like we're not winning at all. And our part, our ego, which we are allowing to control our life more than self, likes to tell us that we're not winning at all. So the common commentary inside our mind, which then becomes our context, how we live our life, is we ain't a winner. So that fifth win really allows you to say, God, come on, what what is it that I did today that was a win? You really have to dig deep and and really get into the the granular detail of your life. And and what it does over time is it, it switches the lens through which you look at your life through one of pessimism to one of optimism, right? Because now you're looking at your life through a different lens. You're not looking for everything that went wrong. You're looking for everything that went right. And it really does um, increase your self-appreciation and your self-gratitude, but also your appreciation and gratitude of the life that you live, right? The life that you live. There are people out there um, that live in much worse states than every single one of you and me listening to this podcast right now. And that is something that this quest does. It really helps you to really look at your life from a place of appreciation and gratitude. The other thing why five is important is it brings out this um, this idea that I talked about in a previous podcast on um, whether or not you want to live your life by design or whether you want to live your life by default. Because there's two ways you can go about this quest. Number one, you can just say to you, okay, I'm going to join the quest and I'm going to share five wins for 30 days, right? And at the end of the day, you sit down in front of your computer or your phone uh, with your cup of hot chocolate and you think back through the day and you share your wins, all right? But let's say you're really struggling every day to get the wins four and five. Becoming ambivalent around our alcohol use is confusing, uncomfortable, and downright terrifying. Alcohol is so embedded in our life that we can't imagine our life without it, and at Strive, we get that. So why not take one step at a time, starting with diving deep into our book, The Strive Method, Control Alcohol for 30 Days Before It Controls You for the Next 30 Years. Head over to www.thestrivemethod.com to purchase and receive a Santa sack full of freebies today.
What you can do is before you go to bed, you can say to yourself, what is it that I'm going to do tomorrow? What are the five wins that I am going to set a goal to smash tomorrow? Then at the end of the day, you then look back and you say to yourself, okay, did I smash those five wins? Oh, there's a little piece missing in the middle there. The night before you say to yourself, I am going to smash these five wins tomorrow. Then you plan them in your calendar. Then you do them and then you share on Strive and say, these are the five wins that I smashed. That is living a life by design, not by default. You get it? You're designing your life. You say to yourself, tomorrow, I am going to be a winner. And these are the five things that I'm going to do that confirm that I am a winner. You're designing your life. When you design your life to be a winner, when you design your life to achieve five important wins for yourself in 24 hours, you are markedly reducing the likelihood that a trigger will um, lead you to the horse's trough, which is either filled with gin and tonic or it is filled with red or white wine or whatever crap that you put into your body, right? Designing your life to be a winner makes it much, much harder for your ego, for your parts to say, hey, we're struggling right now. We really, really need to drink because when you're a winner, self is in control, not your parts, not your ego. All right. So that is why we do five a day. Why are we doing 30 days? Well, really, be honest here. I'm kind of open that when you reach 30 days, you keep going. I want this to be a life thing because think about context versus content again. Do you want to be someone who every day posts five wins, content, or do you want to be a winner, context? Next thing I want to talk about is success leaves clues. Another really important reason why we celebrate our wins. And I want to draw you to another philosophy of the Strive Method. Uh, this one taken from Dr. Richard Schwartz and his theory of internal family systems and the importance of understanding when you are being part or ego-led or when you're being self-led. And he discovered through his work uh, what he calls the eight C's of self, all right? When you're behaving in these ways, uh, you are operating from a place of self. Uh, and these are curiosity, calmness, connection, clarity, compassion, courage, confidence, and creativity. Now, Dr. Richard Schwartz is saying through his decades and decades of working with people and identifying these eight key characteristics of ways of accessing the self, then if you want to access self more often, if you want that to be your context, how you want to live your life, which as strivers, that's what we want. We want to live more consciously, and you can't live consciously if you're not in self, okay? If you want that to be your how, your context, then design your life so it's full of curiosity, calmness, connection, clarity, compassion, courage, confidence, and creativity, right? You see what I'm saying? Because if you design actions and activities and moments that embrace these eight Cs, it is really difficult for uh, ego and our parts to take control of the ship, okay, and to drive us into those rocks and the sirens screaming out for you to drink alcohol. What is this to do with uh, celebrating your wins? Well, let me give you a few examples. So Tony, one of our strivers, he is spending his time that used to be spent drinking alcohol. He is spending it litter picking 
Yeah, he went out there and he found a group of people who pick up litter in his local town and he's joined them and he's picking litter up. To me, that is amazing. It is an act of service, but it is also a really good example of him using his curiosity. What else is there out there for me to do that is going to keep me above the line, right? Litter picking. Who would have thought of that? That is him using his curiosity. Sticking with Tony for a little bit now, um, red light therapy, meditation. These are wins that Tony have booked. What is that to do with the ACs? Well, when he's doing his red light therapy and when he's meditating, he is demonstrating calmness. He is practicing being calm. Okay. Connection. The big one here, right? I would say that most of the wins that people book at Strive are related to connecting. And of course that makes sense because if you're drinking alcohol, you are disconnecting yourself. Every drop of alcohol that enters your bloodstream is disconnecting you from yourself and those around you. Yet, the free market society, the alcohol industry, the lie that is sown into our belief system is the opposite, right? That alcohol connects us. It is bullshit. It doesn't connect you. It disconnects you. And when you book your wins as people who are not drinking alcohol, living constantly, if you're a striver, you end up spending more time with your family, more time with your friends, and more time with yourself, or seeking out new friends, or seeking out family members or friends that you haven't spoken to for a long time, right? Like, you are suddenly having this connection, a greater connection. Why is it greater? Because when you're meeting with them, you are more grounded, you are more present, because you're in self-energy more, okay? Clarity, clarity. Clarity is a big one, right? Uh, Tony and Alan, uh, two of our male strivers, uh, they both left jobs. You know, they both left jobs recently, one to go into a state of semi-retirement until he figures out what he wants to do next. The other one to go and get a job that he thinks he will like more. That is what I call next level shit, right? That is what I call taking a ball and running with it. Let's be someone that doesn't drink alcohol and fill that white space up by really challenging ourselves and getting curious and, and getting clear on why are we in this job? Why are we in this relationship? Why is this my friend? Why am I accepting this as my life? Get clear, get clarity. Tony and Alan, leave your jobs. Amazing. Okay. Compassion. Compassion. All right. Anna. Anna booked a win this week, donating money to a local school. All right. That is like great compassion. You could say Tony litter picking, compassion because it's service, right? This is one of the key things you'll always hear. If you want to live a self-led life, give to others, lead to others. Just being on strive and being vulnerable and open enough to share your wins, man, that is leadership. That is A1 leadership right there. That is compassion. Confidence, okay? Confidence. One win book this week was Michael saying, I had to hold um, a really difficult conversation with a family member, you know, um, that is that is confidence. All of a sudden, when you stop drinking alcohol and you start to be someone who is living more consciously, you will develop more confidence because alcohol is it's a, it's, it's a confidence stripper. It burns away your confidence, right? But when you stop drinking 
and you do the work to get above the line more often, you can have more of those conversations. Courage. You know, one win this week that Tony booked was uh, canceling a trip with a friend. He was due to go out on a shopping trip with a buddy. He didn't feel like it, and he called a guy up, and he canceled it. That is that's courage. A no bullshit mistake. He just tells him, you know, he doesn't make up a lie. He just tells him why he's not going. That is a solid boundary. Very often when we are in the mire of alcohol addiction, we are boundaryless. We, we, most of us were not raised to understand what a boundary is. And we can feel really codependent uh, when somebody instills a boundary around us. What great way to accept and understand from a place of self other people's boundaries than by practicing them yourself. And this is a really great example of, um, you know, using these new found, because again, alcohol is a courage stripper, right? Now, all of a sudden you're not drinking, you've got more courage to do things that you wouldn't do. You take more risks. And that's really, really important. Uh, and finally, creativity. Okay. So shout out to Polly and Susie, uh, playing with the kids, Right. Polly Susie, playing with the kids. Alan, playing with his daughter. Tony, playing with his grandson. Michael, playing with his grandkids. Stella, playing with her granddaughter. Nikki, playing with eight teenagers, right? When you, when you get down and you play with the younger folk, these are the people who are tapped into their innate wisdom, ladies and gentlemen. These are the people who are in self-energy more than us because ego and parts haven't really kicked in yet. All right, teenagers... Yeah, maybe when you get to a teenager, you start to get in that resignation where you kind of give up and you you allow the ego to take control so you will be liked, approved, and feel safe and secure in the external stimuli of the world. But, you know, six, seven, eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds, ten-year-olds, man, they're different gravy. And just what was I doing a couple of days ago? Actually, I took Zia to um, a Korean class on Saturday and the teacher invited all the adults there because it was like a Christmas special, if you like. And uh, we were all creating Christmas cards. So we're being creative. Like we're, we're creating a pop-up Christmas card. Man, I got into a state of flow, a state of self within seconds. Boom. I'm just in a different world. I'm not thinking about life's worries. I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not anxious. I'm not... Um, self-defeating attitude. I'm not worrying about I'm going to pay the next bill or whenever I'm going to have the next drink. I'm just in the zone folding cardboard. I'm folding and cutting cardboard for Christ's sake. You know, we don't always have to pay 10 grand to hire the greatest therapist in the world. We can just fold cardboard or color in a coloring book. That is activating that feminine essence of creativity. And very often people drink alcohol because they've lost access to that femininity. You don't need to use alcohol or any other drugs to access a feminine. Just need to fold some cardboard. All right. So there you are. Success leaves clues because as you are booking your wins on Stripe in this quest, we can give you feedback and say, boom, you was in curiosity then, boom, you was in connection then, wham, you was in compassion then, boom, your confidence is really growing. Amazing, look at your courage and your creativity. And as you're receiving that feedback, you're growing more curiosity, more calmness, more connection, more clarity, more compassion, more confidence, more courage, more creativity. You want to do it more. This is now moving from content to context, from the what to the how from the outside in, external way of living when you're at the effect of everything outside of yourself, a victim, to being in control. 
to being the person who generates the stuff that makes your life and the way that you behave and show up in the world, right? So these are all examples of how reflecting on your wins on a daily basis really shows you how you are spending your time in a state of self above the line versus the time you're spending in ego stroke parts below the line. Amazing how many times you see people book wins as well. I was below the line and I did X, Y, or Z to get above the line and it worked. Amazing. Because without that experiment, without this quest, that finding yourself below the line, you don't even find yourself below the line. You don't even have the self-awareness to know you're down below, below the line, that you're in your window of tolerance and you're just about to explode and spew all over your kids and then drink afterwards with the shame. You don't even know. Raising your wins raises self-awareness. You cannot intervene in a world that you cannot see, as my mentor, Preston Smile, says, a lot more sexier um, uh, than me. Okay. Um, it's also very contagious, right? Because when you post your wins, strivers ask questions. Ooh, tell me more about that one. And strivers copy. Wow, that is a great win. I'm going to do that. Litter picking, I never thought of it. I got nothing to do at five o'clock except ruminate on whether I'm going to drink or not. I'm going to go out and litter pick. Oh, there's no groups? I'm going to use confidence and I'm going to create one. I'm going to knock on everybody's door or put a flyer in and say, who wants to join me at five o'clock to go litter picking and we'll celebrate with a smoothie in the local smoothie store after we finish, right? Okay. Celebrating wins. I hope that was useful for you, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to have a give you a gift. It's Christmas coming up, right? I want to give you a gift. So go to www.thestridemethod.com. And um, I want to give gift you my uh, book for free and the $915 worth of bonuses that go along with it, okay? And the book is Control Alcohol for 30 Days Before It Controls You for the Next 30 Years. Um, it's a way of um, giving – it gives you 30 concepts of the Strive Method so you can start thinking about – the greater, deeper work we do at Strive, okay? Um, and if you read that book and you are able to reduce or stop drinking entirely for 30 days and you like uh, the voice and you feel the kinship with what we're speaking about, you can come and join us, right? You can come and inquire more for that. So go over to www.thestrivemethod.com um, and type in the free promo code Striver Christmas. S-T-R-I-V-E-R-C-H-R-I-S-T-M-A-S in capitals, Striver Christmas, okay? It will be free until 26th of December, and then we'll switch that little baby off. It is a great gift for you, but is it also a great gift for someone that you love, okay? So there you go. Striver Christmas is the free code to get the free book and $915 worth of bonuses. And lastly, before I let you go, your call to action, ladies and gentlemen, write to me at thestridemethod at gmod.com and share your five wins for today. Okay, and maybe what, hopefully one of them is, I listened to your podcast and it made a tiny little light bulb go on somewhere in uh, this beautiful, amazing, perfectly whole and complete human being that I am. Much love and strive on, everybody. Thanks for listening to the 1000 Days Sober Podcast. Without you, the listener, there is no podcast, so thank you for stepping up today. Please go to your podcast player, rate and review the show. 
It will help people get to know about it a little bit more and we can save some more lives. I just want to say a special thanks to our producer, Stan, who is currently in the Ukraine. If you would like to help and support Stan and his family, email us at thestridemethod at gmail.com and we'll find a way to do that. Special thanks to all of our guests who make this show so magical and our Stride family for uniting in our common goal to be people who don't drink alcohol and live self-led lives. And if you want to join us, email us at thestridemethod at gmail.com. And lastly, if you enjoyed this show, tell somebody about it. You could seriously change somebody's life. Strive on, everybody.